0: This is the Day Zero update for September 29th, 2019.
1: I'm Philip Pogenalfa. I'm Patrick Mifflin.
2: I'm Brian Perkins. I'm Chris Oloji. And I'm Dan Rev victorio uh,
0: So, uh, we had Sony State of Play this week, and there were some interesting announcements coming out of there. And, well, a whole lot of stuff that we probably already expected anyway, but that was all confirmed, so... Yeah, we had that, and then some very interesting, uh, bizarre news from a couple of uh, companies. That well, yeah, at games they're in the news again and being Mm -hmm. kind of. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. (laughs) Suffice to say, I have I have thoughts. Uh, but, yeah, before we get to that, well, we may as well just jump into what we've been playing this week. And, well, for me, it's been uh, PC Building Simulator and uh, emulators. Uh, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't aware that I was playing a sci-fi game when I was playing PC Building Simulator, but I found that out last night. <laughs> so,
1: uh, so... No, I think f- it was just a roundabout way of telling you you were being stiffed. Um,
0: maybe uh except for the previous uh, email that i got from that person's brother so yeah uh and uh, i wasn't being stiff because i got paid for all that so it didn't didn't bother me at all
1: sci-fi it is
0: yeah Mm -hmm. so uh yeah it's it's strange um I've just unlocked uh, open-loop water cooling, so I'm going to dive into that. Maybe (laughs) on the next build that I have a good budget on, I'll probably water cool it and have some fun with. Uh, But beyond that, uh, I updated my copy of Redream um, because I hadn't done it in a while. And uh, yeah, he has made some significant performance improvements to that emulator. Mm. Uh, Yeah, so much so that... Well, that's all the performance stuff that he's done is basically... But directly related to uh, getting it running on android uh so yeah that kind of all transferred over to the pc side but uh it does mean that games that had uh you know rendering issues and were a little bit on the slow side uh now run really really well so wow uh, yeah even with 64 layer uh pixel filtering so yeah uh, check that out if you haven't updated your copy of Ray Dream yet. It's uh, definitely worth the uh, worth the download. And uh, beyond that, I uh, know a whole heck of a lot. So how about you, Pat?
1: Um, I've just been doing my usual uh, NHL twenty and Final Fantasy fourteen. I've had some more friends start getting into Final Fantasy fourteen, so I've been around. Um, you know, just trying to facilitate that and yeah it's been a lot of fun it's um it's giving me another chance to play some older content that I haven't been able to in a while or had the opportunity to so that's been nice i um I'm still planning on doing some n h l streams I'm just still trying to figure out exactly what it is i wanna do with them. I've had some ideas like uh drafting a fantasy team and seeing how or drafting an expansion team and seeing how they do or Uh, taking one of the bottom feeder teams in the league and trying to fix them. Mm -hmm. But um, I haven't really arrived at anything yet. When I do, um, the streams will begin. So, yeah, it's been my week. All right, well,
3: as for me, uh, I've been playing Control. Um, I got it uh, Friday from GameStop after I finished Borderlands 3. And that game is... So very, very odd. <laughs> I mean, it's good, but... I mean, it, it is exceedingly strange in many ways. I don't think many I've ways.
2: hated a game as much as Control in my life. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, it's... You know, it's just... It's, it's very obvious that they got a lot of ideas from the SCP Foundation... <laughs> Um, the whole idea of, like, the Bureau of Control, uh, the idea of, like, objects of power, and the, uh, ability to, like, you know, all these weird, like, mundane objects that are suddenly, like, infused with sudden supernatural abilities, uh, just the overall way that the building, you, that takes place, how it just shifts around and morphs, um, it's just it's so bizarre. Um, that's pretty much what I've been playing the last couple days. So, Chris, what about you?
4: Uh, yeah. So for the stream yesterday, I uh, played Dragon Quest Three. Uh, what are the subtitle they have for "The Seeds of Salvation"? Uh, and it was an uh, interesting game to play because up front it puts uh, puts you through like a personality test and that affects the stat the starting stats you have. Uh so I found a guide afterwards that's like oh if you want this personality say yes to everything every question or you want this say no you know all this sort of stuff it's like this is a lot of weird shit just to make sure your stats are the way you want them I guess. Uh and yeah like the first thing that struck me is just how weird the art style art styles that are in the game kind of clash with each other because the the background arts very much looks like what you see on uh like the iOS Android versions which looks pretty nice uh, but the characters look like they took the original sprites and traced over them to make them look smoother I guess I don't know it just doesn't it doesn't work very well but I got event uh, used to them eventually so, for the most part, it was kind of okay, but still kind of like that – I had that whole feeling the entire stream was like, I just wish you could kind of just use the original sprites or the, the original sprites for this version that they were going to use instead of this like taped o- – uh traced over version, Uh that sort of thing where it's like, yeah, this this kind of the squaring thing where they announce a good thing and then you're like, okay, what's the catch? Uh, for their like retros, uh, retro games, they bring uh, out to new platforms, which some of the times works out pretty well for like the a lot of the Final Fantasy stuff they've done on consoles. But it seems like their other stuff it can kind of be up in the air at times. And this, uh, it's kind of halfway into that camp because uh, it plays well. the The battle art's not great. It's fine. Like that's like a lot of my impressions of the, the art stuff is it's fine. Uh and it I've definitely seen the the stuttering stuff. It's very pronounced like in the, the very beginning of the game. Cause you're all it is is just these uh, couple of uh layers of uh background sprites that you can kinda clearly see as you move like your character is uh crystal clear but the background is kind of blurry. Because it's running at half the frame rate of your player sprite uh it's like sixty uh, frames per second for the character you're controlling and thirty frames per second for the background, which is kind of turns into a blurry mess when you're moving around in close up close up areas uh and that's like unfortunate. I hope they fix that at some point uh but what I do like about it is the game itself holds up pretty well. As far as like a being a classical style of RPG, uh, up, updated for the the modern times with, you yeah, have quick save at all points, so you don't necessarily have to find a specific person to do a hard save. Uh, so if you know like oh I'm, this place is going to be dicey, so I might as well do a quick save here just in case. Uh, that sort of thing. They have like a little tips menu, uh, for you to kind of get some tips on certain aspects of the game, uh, things like that. Oh, uh, sorry. Um, yeah, it's the it action works pretty well. Like the only issue I really had early on was just I didn't know how to read the map, uh, as well because like the first place you need to go is this uh, area that just looks like this clearing in the woods. Uh, in the first part, the first map you get to, and so you're kind of I was like wandering around, I was like, where the hell is this other place? Because I went to all the other areas and it's uh, it's kind of uh. Didn't really have anything to do because I didn't have that uh, main place I needed to get to. So I looked it up in a wiki. It's like, oh, that that's actually a place I can go to. Go to this tower. Uh, essentially, that uh, is pretty cool. And I found some weird stuff about it. Like, you can fall off of it but not die. It's like, oh, that's actually friendly for uh, a very old RPG. Uh, to not just kill you if you just accidentally run off the, the ledge of this building that sort of stuff so like that's the easy way to get down instead of fighting a bunch of enemies as you uh find the the right staircase that goes down that sort of stuff but it uh it works out pretty well uh for the most part It's just yeah the the character sprites just not great in the battle the art in the battle screens is not great either it just yeah it doesn't do what you want out of the game, I think. Uh, it wouldn't hurt them to have more options for that sort of stuff, to have, like, the original art uh, and all that, which, uh, and, like, just some of the stuff that, like, Square Enix added to the Final Fantasy uh, 7, 8, 9, with, like, here's, like, a 3X speed option, or here, turn off, you know, random battles uh, for a bit, or that sort of stuff, because uh, it could definitely use it, because... You know, if you're just trying to run around and figure out what the hell you're doing, uh, you'll fight lots of fights, especially with the, the day-night cycle they have in here. Uh, where at night time, enemies are harder, which uh, caused a few moments in the stream where I'm like, shit, I need to get back to town to heal up, but no, I keep running into these spiked hairs that put half your team to sleep so they can't fight and all that sort of stuff, but they don't really have too much trouble outside of that stuff. But yeah, have I'm in the the second uh, continent that you can get to, which is a town where everybody's speaking Italian. That's kind of a bit weird. Uh, but, yeah, so far so good on that. Uh, I'm going to keep playing that. And uh, the other thing I played is Symphony of the Night, uh, the Requiem version. Because uh, that was on sale for TGS on PSN. Yeah. Uh, I think all the other... Konami collections are also half off, so you got the arcade collection or the contra Mania collections for ten bucks each if you wanted. Hmm. So I picked up Symphony Night because, like, I don't know, maybe this time will be the time it works, where I can play through the whole game uh, at once. And so far, it's been pretty good. Uh, I do have to say the the menus up front, getting into the games, is awful. Yeah, they're not great. Hmm. Uh, the one when you're where you can mess with the settings for the for all the stuff, it just has like lighting effects on it for some reason. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, we can do lighting effects on this menus. So you can see like the shadows shaking with the the candle and that sort of stuff. When you go pick the game, it just has like four logos on it and they keep moving around. no Matter what you what you're picking, I'm like, oh my god, I kind of know what I'm picking here. But I've accidentally launched the uh, Rondo of the Blood a few times when I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, once you get into the game, it all works out pretty well. Uh, I figured out that you can use the, I think I had the knife for the most part as my like mana weapon. Yeah. And I figured out you can just as fast as you can push that button, you can just launch them out.
1: Oh yeah.
4: Which makes the, the, the boss fights a lot easier. Uh, especially that first one with the, the flying dude Yep. where they just land. It's like, all right, pow, 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 pow. They're dead already. Well, fuck. <laughs> that was a lot easier than the last time I fought them. Hmm. Uh, and I'm just using that. A lot because you get hearts constantly, just breaking every light you find. Uh, so that kind of works out pretty well. So I just got through the the library to buy the map and all that sort of stuff because I had tons of money at this point. Um, but yeah, kind of working my way through it. Uh, so so far this has been a better experience than playing the PS One ROM on the the Vita. Yeah, it's a good version.
0: Uh of that. Yeah. Uh, I found that the the scanline filter that they use is shit though, so like yeah.
4: Yeah, I tried those on and you can't turn on it's either one you can't or turn either. It on, <laughs> Yeah, it's like smoothing or scanlines like these are both bad. Yeah. I just want to see what it looks like when they're both on cuz it probably looks terrible. <laughs> uh sort of thing, but yeah, sure for people that want their games to look real bad.
0: Yeah.
4: Uh versus just show me the raw sprites yeah. as they looked Um, But yeah, that's been pretty good, and for the stream tonight, we're going to be playing Untitled Goose Game, because that seems like it's going to be fun, Mm -hmm. and I need something fun to end this weekend. So how about you, Dan Rev.
2: Yeah, um, so obviously it's been a while since I've been on the show, Um, but in that time I've played quite a bit of stuff. Um, The main thing I've been playing over these last week or so is Link's Awakening. Um, Review is up on Smash Pad, but... Bottom line: If you're wondering if it's worth the sixty bucks or not, it definitely is. Um, it's a great first or second Zelda, um, especially if you haven't played it. Um, for me, it's a bit sentimental because it was my very first Zelda. But granted, I was like six years old, didn't really know what I was doing. Thought yeah. Link was thought Link was Zelda, stuff like that. And it was actually Pokemon that made my parents uh, that made me get my parents uh, to get me a Game Boy. So, going through Link's Awakening, sort of for the first time, was a pretty cool experience. Um, I actually started off with Hero Mode, and um, it's no joke. You know, you're taking double the damage. Um, There are no hearts. So, um, I think I took a screenshot and put it on Facebook. I had beaten five dungeons, dungeons, which is about, like, a little more than halfway through. And I had already died 118 times. (laughs) (laughs) So you know um then again it, it's also fair uh was playing negligently, but there are some points in the game um where you know it's it's maybe maybe they could have used a little bit more polish or maybe it was too realistic for its own good, like for example, when you're dealing with flying enemies. You know, if you were playing A Link to the Past, if they were within your sword's grasp, you'd kill them. But in Link's Awakening on the Switch, um, if they're not within the sword's trajectory or anywhere, like, really near it, they'd probably, like, dodge you just because you didn't really hit it. You were were supposed to hit higher or lower, and you have no control over that. Mm. Uh, So that's pretty lame. Um, There's also... uh, a pretty noticeable drop in frame rate when you're in the Northwestern part of the map because of all this stuff going on. Mm -hmm. And it actually might be more due to the game's art style than it's actual power. But, you know, it's interesting because I really admire how Nintendo, um, isn't afraid to fuck around with Zelda's art style, but, you know, you look at the more modern Mario games and they, 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 they've always looked the same. Yeah. Like, uh, That's something I really wish they'd do with it. But yeah, Link's Awakening is pretty good. Um, Yesterday I downloaded Untitled Goose Game. And (laughs) uh, it's fucking crazy. So basically you use a goose and you just go around (laughs) just just terrorizing people. So the the goose can't die or anything. All you you really do is uh, you perform these tasks on a list and you just watch as the goose wreaks havoc about the world. Like... um, there's there's uh at, at the very beginning of the game you have to bother this farm guy by, you know, taking his carrots and putting them on your picnic blanket so you can have a picnic yourself, uh stealing his hat and throwing it in the river so you can wear a new hat, stuff like that and it's just it's, it's 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 a it's quite a quack. Um I've also played a lot of Control. Uh that review is up on Smashpad as well and um as I was telling Brandon earlier, um I don't think I love the game as much as I hate it, um, because Control is, um, well, first of all, I'm, I'm a really big fan of what Remedy has done. Alan Wake and Quantum Break were both, uh, really fun when they came out, and Control looks like it fixes a lot of those problems, but brings up a little more, just primarily due to a lack of polish, um... The graphics for the game aren't that great, but the art style is definitely there. Like Brandon was talking about, um, you know, walking around uh, the Bureau and whatnot. Um, And in my opinion, you know, um, a game about exploration when you're exploring a building um, isn't really all that great to begin with. But then once you start mixing in like the crazy stylistic things they do with the other dimensions, um, it just becomes a totally different experience. And it's better than other third-person action games in the sense where you, know, you can control the environments, throw them at people, and things like that. And then the story is just beyond profound. So um, um, I really enjoyed what I played. I just wish it had a little bit more polish. And... Um, yeah, uh, the DLC uh, coming up in the end of the year looks looks pretty good. Um That's and the thing I've with also 70,
0: though that uh early on when their games just come out, they're usually a little on the rough side.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, one thing I have noticed is I've experienced like some occasional graphical textures like not loading as fast as the rest of the place.
2: Hmm. What are you playing on? Uh PS4. Oh yeah, totally makes sense. Like I'm, I actually played the game on PS4 Pro, and uh, the game sort of handles itself like a Metroidvania because you have access to all these places that you have you can't actually get into yet until you have more abilities. And yeah, um, you also have access to a map. The problem is, all the map really does is show you stuff, or, yeah, or, or like show you where you are. Like it, it tells you where you have to go, but it doesn't tell you how to get there because there's no waypoint system. And sometimes the map doesn't even load. And, like, again, I'm on a PS4 Pro, so I expect, like, a better better performance out of it. You know, that's what it was. Um, They did patch it a couple weeks ago, and it it did improve things a little bit. But um, as far as, like, the main flaws of the game, like, they're still there. Mm. Um, I don't know how far you've gotten, but some of the bosses are really hard just due to the fact that the game really, really likes black and red. Oh, yeah. eventually you'll get to a point where the enemies will throw smaller enemies at you that actually explode... And when they explode, there's more black and red. So yeah, thing that shouldn't happen is uh, there. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was a design choice. And if it was, it's a pretty bad design choice. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I've wanted to uh, play, play more Apple Arcade stuff, but I just haven't had the time given that... I mean, look at all these games I've been playing. Hmm. There's not, not a whole lot of time. And Apple Arcade apparently has quite a few gems in there. But the one game I did get to put some time in with is uh, What the Golf? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um what the golf presents itself like your typical mobile golf game but then like as soon as you get to your second or third hole it just goes absolutely haywire. So I was you know you pull back on your screen in order to hit the ball and make it go someplace and all of a sudden it was my golfer that was being swung around and then all of a sudden my holes were moving around and now they play around with puns where uh, you know, I shoot my hole into another, into a big one, and it calls it a hole in one, and all this stuff. It's in, it's absolutely crazy. Like that's what I'm really enjoying out of the, out of these um, indie experiences. You know, if they're really having fun with what you're doing, you know, it, they become memorable just like this. And uh, really looking forward to the rest of uh, what Apple Arcade has to offer.
4: Yeah, that sounds like the Donut County of golf games. Oh yeah, except <laughs> with, you know,
2: with, with Donut County, all you're doing is moving a hole around with. With what the golf, it's just it's it's Man, mad.
4: I saw I saw the first hole was called hole in one, which is you're knocking the hole into a giant one
1: mm-hmm.
4: instead of like <laughs> a ball into a hole.
1: Yeah,
4: kind of thing. was like okay, I see what this game is.
2: Yeah, yeah. And you start like, knocking sometimes a sometimes cabin it won't even and, be a. And,
4: yeah,
2: like you'll you'll pull back on the screen and realize oh shit I'm moving a house, <laughs> and then eventually you put the house in the hole and oh it's a hole in one so <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, that's that's about it. A lot of good stuff and uh it definitely feels like we're getting closer to the holidays.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah, lots of good releases coming. So Yeah,
4: we've got Destiny Two relaunching again this week.
0: Yeah. It really <laughs> is a relaunch.
4: Yeah. <laughs> so all
0: right, so let's get into uh the stories of the week and we'll start off with three games. Uh Playstation Plus this month, uh still holding up with the two game per month uh thing. Um, yeah. The Last of Us remastered and uh, yeah. MLB The Show 19. So
4: yeah, kind of it. announced this during the uh, State of Play stream, yeah. which was good uh, for that because Last of Us remastered is a great game. People should, uh, if they haven't checked it already, uh, they got no oh yeah reason not to. Especially with uh, the date announced for the second one, which we'll talk about in a minute. MLB mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. The Show 19 is great. This is a good time to put it out as. The playoffs are about to start. Yep. Uh yeah, it's a fantastic sports game. Should win sports game of the year from what I've seen of every other sports game this year, which mm. is like everything else is kind of, eh, for the most part. Mm. Uh this is one of those games that's fantastic that everybody's gonna dismiss because it's the baseball game that came out earlier this year.
2: <laughs> well my book of- goes to the golf. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: I'm thinking of like the, the big ones. Yeah. It's like Madden's like, eh, it's okay. NBA 2K is okay. Uh, FIFA seems to be okay. Mm. It's like, eh, these all seem to be okay. And here's one of the games that's actually fantastic this year. Mm. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that game is also great for people of any skill because it has a ton of different options mm. uh, that you can actually try out uh, pretty well for changing the controls for uh, batting, pitching, and fielding to how you want it. Mm. Yeah, so
0: those are PS Plus games. On uh, the Xbox side, uh, right now, until the 15th, we've got Tembo the Badass Elephant. Uh, that's like the
4: best game of the whole bunch here. Yeah,
0: yeah. and that's not saying very much. <laughs> <laughs> no. And Disney Bolt, uh, that's available now. And on the 16th, yeah, sure. Yeah, you're going to get Friday the 13th, the game, and Ninja Gaiden 3 Razor's Edge, the worst
4: of the Ninja Gaiden games. Yeah. So, and like the the special edition that supposedly makes it a little bit better yeah I guess but it I have this on the I have this on the Wii U because I got it for like five bucks mm. I still haven't opened it up so yeah. that's about uh, where I'm at as uh, like I guess temporarily a bad something is supposed to be a good game I hate uh, it. so <laughs> okay
0: so I don't know I've
4: heard good things so yeah.
0: try it look forward I mean,
4: you know check it out yeah uh, uh, uh but yeah that's Game Freak game it's yeah. one of the rare times they get onto other consoles
0: yeah, uh, that game's been out a long time. I think it's been it's like three or two or three years old,
4: maybe. Yeah, uh,
0: I remember re- re- reviewing it. long Uh, but beyond, so uh, sorry about your luck, Xbox folks. Uh, you got a shit month this month. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but anyways, let's see, twenty fifteen, yeah. July twenty fifteen. Yeah, so it's been yeah, good four years now. Uh, so uh, yeah, so we had the Sony State of Play, uh, this week. And there were quite a few announcements.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. I think the, the big one was the uh, release date for uh, Last of Us Part 2, which is, well, February 2020. Yep,
4: 21, 2020. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's good. They're going to get that out pretty early. Yep. Uh, next year. Uh, already in a crowded uh, release window. Like all the games are coming out between January and March. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. I mean,
3: that's, uh, if I remember correctly, isn't um, Cyberpunk
4: coming out around that time period? It's April. Yeah. Yeah. So about two months later, but yeah. I think people have been knocking them on not having it February 20, 2020. Yeah. Mm 220, 2020. Yeah. But either way. Uh, But yeah, that's. They showed yeah, off the, some gameplay in a
2: trailer. About, about, the Go argument ahead. about this year, like not being a great year in gaming, is like, well, to me, it's wrong. But then when you compare it to next year, it's like, holy shit, it's a lot of stuff.
4: This year is very indie-heavy. Yeah, uh-huh. indie and smaller, like mid-tier releases. Hmm. Uh, not that there aren't big games out that are big that are really good, but uh, I think the indies very much have this year sewn up. Yeah, uh, for like all the coolest stuff. Yeah, But yeah, the, they showed a trailer for The Last of Us Part II, showing off some really cool stuff. Oh, yeah. And the return of a particular character. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, also got, also attacked dogs.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Which yeah. made people suddenly realize, oh, crap, we're going to have to kill dogs in this one.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: And yeah, let's be so. honest, the violence in The Last of Us is already pretty
4: brutal on its own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yes. uh, and the stealth seems like it's pretty good <laughs> the way they have it set up. I heard it described as uh, the tall grass is not like a get out of jail card.
2: Mm.
4: Uh, they can still kind of see you if you're not behind actual cover. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, they can kind of parse it a little bit. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, like the stealth is going to be interesting, kind of more dynamic and uh, encouraging you to kind of get your shit together, not fuck around too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we also announced a bunch of special editions for this. So it was like a backpack edition. Mm-hmm. L.E. edition. Uh, $230. Get Yay. you a statue. 7-inch... Uh, no. Yeah, you get a statue... What does it say here? 12-inch statue, okay. Get a backpack to put all this in. A vinyl uh, version of the soundtrack. Mm. Uh, a bunch of stickers and... Uh, Stuff like that. Yeah. Also, you can just get a digital.
0: Yeah.
4: Digital Deluxe Edition and all that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah.
4: People still like their physical stuff, so, you know. Yeah. At least you can use a backpack. Yeah. It's not like, hey, here's uh, some bullshit that will just sit on a shelf or in a box somewhere.
0: Yeah, like a helmet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
4: Here's a helmet for little animals.
0: Mm. Um, there was also announcement of uh, Humanity, a new game from the folks behind Tetris Effect.
4: Yeah, they're publishing now. Yep. Uh, this is published by Enhance and made by The, T H A. Yeah. I guess you just pronounce T H A. I guess yes. I just. Uh, but they're like a kind of a marketing firm. Hmm. Normally, uh, made a lot of uh, stuff for various companies. But are trying out something different, which is this kind of weird human behavioral simulator. Which I saw people describe as the Gamescom simulator. <laughs> uh just having these crowds just running into each other. Mm. Uh all that sort of stuff, which is just weird, but seems like it's gonna be pretty cool. Yeah,
0: I'll give this one a look. It's definitely different. Um, you know, yeah. you don't see this kind of stuff every day, so uh, yeah. yeah,
4: they same here say here that the uh, Mizuguchi was at one of the events they were showing this off ads, uh, and he just kind of got enraptured by it. Mm. Mm. Just couldn't stop thinking about the game
0: Yeah,
4: and ended up working a deal to publish it.
0: Yep. That's pretty cool. Yep. So uh, apart from Let's that, see,
4: um, there's a uh, Civ five is coming to consoles now. Six. Yeah. Or six, six. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, November 22nd. So Nintendo's exclusivity deals up. Yep. Uh, PS Four, Xbox One. Also, they're going to have a bundle of expansions for fifty bucks.
0: Yeah. What else we got? There's a uh, Death Stranding Limited Edition PS Four. If you're looking for uh, a Death Stranding PS Four, PS Four Pro, rather, yeah, you can get one of those now bundled with the game. So, I think that's going to sell pretty well.
2: Yeah, I'm not a fan of the actual unit, but that controller looks pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, if, if you're curious about medieval, there's a demo available now. You can go download it and try it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> crickets. Nobody cares. Yep. Yep. So beyond that, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of stories here, but I can't really say that a whole lot of them were particularly.
4: Eh. Uh, let's See, a Wadams come out in December.
0: Yeah, that got pushed.
4: Yeah. Yeah. No. Coming out pretty soon from now, so that's cool. Yeah, uh, VR got a lot of stuff announced for it.
0: Yeah, it did. Uh, La Noire uh, ex- VR experience coming out.
4: Uh, it's out today. Yeah, Gorn Battles is coming to PSVR, which is a fun uh, arena game. Yeah, uh, which is cool because it's basically just they send these dudes that you can just use uh, weapons to kill them, chop yeah. off their limbs and all that stuff. Uh, there's after the fall, which is from Arizona Sunshine's devs. Yeah, uh, which is like a more sci-fi thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is here? There's Stardust Odyssey, which was new. Yep. That's from I forget which dev- devs did this. But it kind of a, a space combat game. Yeah, which is pretty much sci-fi VR, heavy. So. yep. And uh, in the montage they did, Space Channel 5 uh, VR. Yeah. That's coming out sometime in the next couple of months. They didn't give a date, but uh, that's looking pretty cool as well. Yeah.
0: And yet, everybody keeps thinking and saying that VR is dead. Um, sorry, folks, it's not. You are just, no. just haven't been paying attention. Yeah. Hmm.
4: So. Uh, but, yeah, let's see. Yeah, there's a couple of indie games that were announced, like Arise Simple Story. Yeah. Seems all right. Yeah. Need to see more of that, but. Uh yeah, yeah. Sony stuff.
0: Yeah, Sony needs to do these on a regular basis like Nintendo does. Uh,
4: Seriously.
0: Yeah, you can't just yeah. you know do it every three months or so. It's 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 got to be a monthly thing now. Uh, well, but,
4: there's the issue is kind of that like Sony's it, like wrapping up the PS4 development stuff, whereas Nintendo's kind of in the peak of the Switch where they can just announce all their upcoming stuff. Yeah, and Sony's kind of like. We have to wait to announce the PS5 before we can start talking about that stuff. (laughs) Otherwise, we're just talking about the same games over and over again. Yeah, Uh, But yeah, for indie stuff, that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh,
0: State of Play Indie Showcase. I could do that each month and have lots of material to work with.
4: Uh, These are not AAA games. I'm not excited. (laughs) Well,
0: (laughs) you know what we say to those people. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking people. (laughs) But anyways... Uh, so at games has uh, acquired a royalty stake in the miss pac man i p um after being sued by Namco Bandai for uh producing a mini miss pac man cabinet uh apparently uh elite, well i guess what they would claim illegally because they didn't have the right to do that Ugh. So uh, that's kids, one
1: solution, but
0: except oh. for one problem, the, what the royalty stake that they acquired doesn't give them the right to do that. What they acquired was basically uh, GCC's share. Uh, if you remember, GCC General Computer Corporation, they were the ones that uh, um, did the original hardware mod for Miss Pac-Man for Midway oh, okay. back in the day. Those those uh, seven kids, well, well, old people now. Mm-hmm. Um, had uh, a royalty stake on anything that uh, pertained to the Miss Pac Man name. Mm-hmm. Um, so now At Games has that share, so it means that uh, they don't have the right to produce stuff with the Miss Pac Man name, but anything
4: that gets produced with the Miss Pac Man name, they can get paid for. Yep. Yeah, that's just the weird history of Miss Pac Man, it's not really a name co creation. No.
1: So it's just a fan mod.
4: Yeah, it, it's weird. Um,
0: I I kind of have to hand it to At Games for being as as crafty and sneaky as it is in securing a way for them to get a an income in perpetuity yeah. at this
2: point.
4: Which explains why those arcade uh, games they put out on the consoles, uh, the bundle that they put out is just the other three games, not <laughs> Miss Pac Man. Yeah, like that explains completely why that because they don't want to encourage people to buy it.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: But they'll make it available so they can get some money, I guess.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that's um, that's a weird legal bit
4: of wrangling uh, yeah. that
0: happened. I think they also
4: get the the royalty rights for like the other Pac-Man family. Yeah. Baby and Junior. Yeah. Whatever else there is.
0: Yeah, so I, I expect Namco is probably going to do very little with that at this point.
4: It's yeah. going to be a game where they get killed. They get gunned down right away. <laughs> But it'll just be text, so they don't actually have to pay right, rights for the the visuals of it. Yeah. Hmm. Following the death of his family, Pac-Man goes crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> actually, they should do that. That would be pretty awesome. He <laughs>
4: must eat the dots again.
0: Pac-Man noir. <laughs> A hard-boiled Pac-Man. Yeah, well, it kind of does look hard-boiled, but anyway. Uh, so, yeah, that's weird. Uh, it means that Unfortunately, the company that makes really crappy plug-and-play stuff ain't going anywhere. Nope. So, great. But I guess this is probably not over, so we'll see what happens in the future. But for now, yeah, we're still stuck with them. Uh, so in uh, normally we don't cover TV series, but this one is gaming-related. Uh, it's the Masters of Doom series. It's going to be airing on USA. Uh, they have cast their uh, John Carmack and John Romero. So uh, Eduardo Franco is going to be playing John Romero, and uh, Patrick Gibson will be playing John Carmack.
3: And looking at these pictures, it's like, yep,
0: yeah, that's totally that's right. them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, Franco, especially
3: uh, Franco. Yeah, he's got the hair holy already. crap. He looks like really does look like Romero. <laughs> yeah. These guys look like weirdos in the nineties.
0: Yeah, well they they that's totally what they looked like in the 90s. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's Carmack and Romero to a yeah. T. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, I mean, if they're doing that, that good of a job with getting the the cat the casting, you know, casting people to actually look like they're supposed to, uh, which is something that, you know, a lot of TV series have problems with, uh, then yeah, this might actually be kind of interesting. So, looking forward to seeing the pilot of that and and yeah, watching and see what it's like. Uh, so, yeah. Are you guys uh, excited about this, or am I the only one that particularly cares?
3: Oh, I definitely care. (laughs) (laughs) Um, because, I mean, I read the book. The book's great. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm wondering how much they're going to go into, like, their childhoods, because if you've read the book, you find out, uh, Romero did not exactly have the best father growing up.
0: No, he had a
3: fucked up childhood. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So, which does explain a lot. Yeah, Um, it actually, suddenly everything makes sense.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I I just hope that they they go into the whole, uh, that whole time when uh, they were working at the the house and, like, the entire place uh, flooded and Romero had to, like, wade through, like, a flooded river to get to the house just to work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'd be a great scene. But anyways. So uh yeah, that's that's coming soon and I can't wait. So uh in other news, Nintendo Gun and Nintendo is something we say uh a lot here. Mm-hmm. And they continue yep. to Nintendo. Uh Mario Kart Tour is uh I think by invite only, or no, I think that's actually launched now. Uh available on mobile. Uh among other things, it has a 4 per month subscription for cosmetics and access to the 200cc races. Because that seems like a great use of your money.
4: Yeah, you know, from what I've heard, it has like four different kinds of currencies in it. Yeah. Like well, a bunch of different stuff. It's like, okay, yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, well, it is a free-to-play game, so there's that. Yeah, um,
4: but in content by, behind a subscription service is weird.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't really. It's it locks the the two hundred CC races and some cosmetic stuff, behind like the yeah. the elite cosmetic stuff behind the the subscription. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't seem like a very good, you know, well, it, it's not worth it for somebody uh, basically to subscribe to, uh, yeah, because they're not really getting much uh, for their money.
4: People don't like spending ninety nine cents, much less four ninety nine, yeah, for content,
0: yeah. And who wants to subscribe to just one game anyway?
4: I don't know. Maybe exactly. it's their only game.
2: I don't know. You'd be surprised. Really? <laughs> uh, aside from the fact that mobile gamers are not that smart, um, this is pretty much just uh, Nintendo trying to look at the Fortnite Battle Pass and see if they can go ahead and capitalize off people spending on that because that doesn't really do much either. But, um yeah, um it's 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 an interesting move because I have no idea who the hell Nintendo is targeting with this game or with their microtransaction strategy because if you're going to tar- if if you're going to target core core gamers that that's dumb because we're not going to play mobile anyway and we're not going to pay a subscription fee for things that don't even enhance your gameplay. I mean, um I love Mario Kart, um but do I really play 200 cc often? No, not really honestly I don't even care about all the things you can un- unlock in Mario Kart, I I, I I just care about the core Kart Racer, and the core Kart Racer in Mario Kart is not that great either because the controls suck hmm. so, yeah but, you know, I, I, as for what they're doing, I don't know, they're, they're number 22 on App Annie right now as far as uh, their sales but it's only week one and what matters in mobile is staying there for three days or more hmm. and then once you get past that three-day mark you want to stay for a month and we're not there yet so it's tough to say but right now it's just confusing me
4: yeah this seems like the kind of thing you do because you want them to try it out for the first month and forget they subscribe to it
2: <laughs> yeah. just
4: get the bill every month after that it's like oh here's free five bucks
2: yeah, yeah, that's pretty common. But like again, like the, the the other questionable thing here is this happens like a week after Apple Arcade comes out, which is five bucks a month for like all the games, whereas is this is just you know a mode. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even
4: it's... Android is doing their own uh, Apple Arcade kind of system. Uh, that's, yeah. Well, uh, yeah
2: that's uh, Google
4: Pass, which doesn't have new games on it, it has like a lot of older older stuff. So if you kind of want like a uh, smattering of the stuff you already – you could get access to, but just without having to specifically buy it, seems all right. Like they're yeah. doing their first month for like two bucks. First year. Working tw- first year for two bucks a month? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you get I'm working on like – yeah, I'm working on months. getting that through doing the Google Rewards surveys Yeah. to pay off at least the first month. Yeah. Uh, it's like all right. Check out Kotor and Stardew Valley and Terraria and all these other games. Yeah. You also get apps, pretty though, good.
0: on that path, on the play pass, which yeah. is something you don't get on the Apple Arcade because that's
4: specific to yeah. games. It makes it a lot easier when you're just putting like existing stuff. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, we'll give you the ad free version of this game yeah. to put on here.
0: Uh, developers do have to do some work for to, to be compatible with this though. So yeah, yeah they have to
4: hmm. Yeah, I've seen some of the stuff that's on Apple Arcade. It feels like they just turned off the uh, microtransaction stuff, but it still has the mechanics in it. Hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, I think the Team Sonic Racing version there is like, hey, here's a bunch of currencies to use to unlock stuff. Yeah. It's like, this feels so out of place on this service.
0: <laughs> so, uh, so there you go. Um, Mario Kart on uh, on mobile. I mean, I mean, most of the hardcore... It, Mario Kart players are going to be playing on a Switch anyway. So I'm not sh- like Like you said, Dan, like, we don't know who the audience for this is. <laughs>
4: well, there's yeah. a lot of casual fans of Mario Kart yeah. uh, that will play it wherever, and I guess on the phone would be the big thing for them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. More so than taking a Switch with them or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah just tilt that phone around. <laughs>
4: yeah. Though it's played in portrait mode. For some reason, yeah,
2: it's it's designed for one hand play, which actually is yeah. the best way to play it on here. But you know, not the best way to play it. Period.
1: Yeah.
0: So. All right. In other news, uh, Mortal Kombat 11 is getting three player raids. Because how of raids is that
4: was...
1: even gonna work?
4: Yeah, uh, I'm it's called team care. raids. It pits three players against their own individual opponents that are part of this battle.
1: Oh. Uh,
4: during these individual fights, players have the chance to do specific challenges that could give the entire team power ups. We do extra damage to the main boss, and says they're timed. So, our new three person team has to pull their weight. Uh, no, uh, scrubs, I guess. Uh, yeah, it takes, uh, inspiration from MMO raids, and is intended to be, like, one of the more difficult challenges in the game. Hmm. Huh. It's, like, very much like pulling in a style of, like, post launch content that you would not expect to come to a fighting game. Yeah, and I they've guess. kind of had similar kind of stuff, like the the big boss fights where your like whole clan or whatever is supposed to take on. Yeah, or you like do your little bit of damage and it hopefully adds up. Yeah, uh, but this is like specific, specifically like up front, like you and three others or yeah. two others, which is weird. But hey, maybe it'll work out really well. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Always just, room to try more stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it
0: seems like they're doubling down on that online um, thing pretty well. Yeah.
4: Uh, but, yeah, this is... It, it's Next like they'll any, just do a Rocket League. Like, we figured out how to do this. I don't know. Yeah. We have, like, three fighters on each side. I don't know. Hmm. I well, we not weird, it's not tag.
0: It's basically still no. one-on-one battles. It's
4: just... I know. I'm saying they would tribute. try a new mode.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. But... Yeah. Hey, they got to do something over there, I guess. Mm. I'll have to go back and try out uh, Night Wolf and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I haven't been back to MK11 in a while, so well, I do
4: need. Yeah, it's going to be, be in the next patch they're working on, but no date on it yet, just, just yet. So, yeah.
0: uh, so we got the box art for Final Fantasy VII Remake, and um, it's very familiar.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's basically it's a remake of the
4: classic original.
0: Yeah, and for some people, for some people, this was
4: upsetting because it didn't Why? say part one on the on the title yeah like how many trilogies do you see the first title says part one on it (laughs) none Uh, yeah it's (laughs) yeah it's like yeah i i assume the back will mention that it's not uh the entire game being remade yeah, yeah. Uh, cause I, I think mean, PS- a, if,
3: I mean that is the uh, the idea they're still sticking with the program that they're sticking yeah. with the whole yeah, three parts. Uh, trilogy thing. Because if you remember it might not the be original, a trilogy,
4: but at least they're like breaking it up into smaller parts.
3: Yeah, because if you remember the original Final Fantasy VII was a very content heavy multi disc affair. So if yeah, you're trying yeah. to put that amount of content in a modern game. Yeah, even with the powerful stuff we have now, you're gonna need more than one.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, the the main thing here though is that you know Final Fantasy VII is gonna sell no matter what. You know, mm-hmm. like, both hardcore and casual audiences. And you know, if, if I wasn't somebody that read Kotaku every day, I wouldn't know that I wasn't the full experience. And I the, 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 that that would be my argument. I mean, yeah, that's it, true. Like, you know, if if you know if, if you don't do the research, it's on you. But mm-hmm. The, the, the main thing is Square hasn't exactly, like, publicly said that this is a, m- a multi-part series, even though we all know it is. Yeah.
0: Well, they
4: did uh, at E3, but, you know. So. That's, 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 I mean, that, that's one just of them. Yeah. yeah. They just haven't defined, like, how many parts or whatever. Yeah. They're just kind of winging it at this point, just figure out, like, okay, we're going to just do as much as we can for this yeah, thing. Man. Which, like, the the pre-order page on PSN says... The first, part, the first entry in a multi-part saga.
0: Yeah, it doesn't say how many
4: uh, parts, but... Yeah, mm-hmm. so I assume... Well, I don't think they get, know. Yeah, I think you'll get that on the back of the box, yeah. saying, like, yeah, this is just the first part yeah. of whatever we put into
0: this. Could be three, could be four, because, like, a, if they can, like, stick to um, the breakpoints of the, uh, the original game, uh, they'll yeah. probably be pretty good, because each of those was... Uh, well, pretty much a good, cohesive story on its own.
4: Yeah. Um, Yeah, and it's a better strategy than the way they handled it uh, on the PS2, which is like, hey, we're going to put a bunch of, like, sequels. Yeah. uh, Games that most of them sucked. Oh, It's like, hey, we're making an action game out of Final Fantasy VII. It's like, who wants that? I know that people like the character.
1: Yeah.
4: But other than that, like, you don't have the clout to do this because you... You know, Square, and, uh, Square at the time was coming off yeah. of like the bouncer, and it's like, yeah, your action pedigree is not great. Yes,
2: yeah.
1: yeah. As
4: First long as was... the messaging,
2: like, as long as the messaging, like, you know, to the audience is consistent, then I don't anticipate yeah. it being a huge problem. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I can definitely see the casual audience being confused. I mean, if you look at Final Fantasy XIII, for example, which ended up being a trilogy, no one thought it was. Yeah, I, I when the first came out. So. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, well, they did make that whole Final Fantasy Crystal Novalis or whatever uh, thing. Like, we gotta have this multi-media uh, marketing thing mm-hmm. going on with uh, shows and mobile games and console games. Like that kind of all fizzled out outside of the three games they made, mm. uh, sort of thing. But yeah, mm. I think this will all be just fine by the time it comes out. Yeah. So they still got another five months to iron out the wrinkles in the in yeah. the plan.
0: Yeah. Of course it does mean that if they uh if they stick to those original breakpoints, uh boy, people are gonna be very, very pissed.
4: Which <laughs> uh, part would Eris be done? First disc right at the end. Okay. Alright.
0: Yeah. There was so, maybe a little bit after that and uh then it ended.
3: Yes. Okay. Yeah, oh boy. So that's where this... Oh god, I cannot... Yeah. I cannot wait to see people experience that all over again. (laughs) Now in HD.
2: Yeah. 4K HD. Yeah.
3: Maybe she'll actually bleed this time.
2: First played the game. I mean, I've I've told the story before, but yeah, I played it for the first time in college in preparation for my review of Crisis Core, not knowing she dies, and then I buffed her up pretty good. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah it's like, uh, you know, the certain point, well, okay, you got to take all the equipment off or else it'll be bad for you.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yeah, we didn't have... Uh, I didn't have internet guides back then.
4: <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah, there are definitely things like about those old uh, ways of games getting out that worked great for those kinds of twists, Like especially with like Metal Gear Solid 2. It's like, if the internet was what it was today that would have been trending on Twitter and Facebook and everybody would know about it. Yeah. Up front versus everybody buying a game. be Like what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. And I'm sure the same thing was for Eris. with people like, Oh yeah, she's awesome. I'm just going to, uh, make her my main, uh, we're going to get her all the nice equipment and like, Oh fuck. She just took
1: all the shit. All right. Life comes at you fast. Yeah.
2: I was like best healer ever. Oh no. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah.
4: At least you could just start again. Like, all right, put somebody else in. You're in the back, Harris. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just be quiet. (laughs) It'll be over soon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah. So yeah. One
3: thing about that I remember seeing is looking and thinking, is she made of straw? Why is she not bleeding?
0: (laughs) Yeah.
4: We can't render the blood.
3: I mean, we, we can certainly render seeing that enormous katana so traumatically going through her
1: abdomen. <laughs> yeah, it was a critical. Uh, and then slowly
4: the drawing drawing it back out. Mm. Oh, she'll be okay. It's it's just a uh, a flesh wound.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. can only imagine Square doing something that'll like prevent you from unequipping her of her stuff.
3: <laughs> yeah. Or hell, maybe they'll do, but they'll do, like, a complete curveball, and...
2: Kill Teeth (laughs) instead? Maybe.
3: Oh, Aerith still dies, it's just that (laughs) she ends up dying in a different part of the game. (laughs) And it comes, and it's like, it's like when... That'd be the only way to preserve the
4: surprise. Yeah. Yeah. At least for the first couple days before people... Figure it out. Spread it all over the internet. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or maybe it's random, that, that, like, you can... You can keep her until, like, part three, it's just... It just depends on whether
4: the game is feeling uh, nice. Mass Effect style. Yeah, you make kind of yeah. Like The right choices. <laughs> yeah. She stays. Yeah. But uh, then they just kill her at random times. <laughs> like, yeah. ah, you fucked up. Yeah, dead. You had no choice.
0: Yeah. But yeah, the my my uh, you know, excitement for Final Fantasy VII remake has has kind of actually gone up a little bit since that classic mode announcement. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, no. there's still some stuff I need to know, but it's not a hard pass for me now. Yeah. No, so, um Yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see.
0: Uh, so last couple of stories before we uh, wrap up for the week. Uh, Focus Home International, uh, a company that does some, publishes some really unique stuff. Uh, uh-huh. So they've uh, started delisting uh, games by Frogware. Uh, they did Sherlock Holmes and a bunch of other stuff.
4: Yeah, I think their recent games, of the same. Sync- Drown City. City, I think yeah. was yeah, another Brown one. City.
0: Yeah. Uh, so they're delisting those instead of giving them back the titles, so they yeah, can't publish yeah, them anymore.
4: Yeah, the publishing contract is up, and mm-hmm. instead of giving the uh, the title IDs to the devs, so they can just swap over the all the the back end stuff on the platform front uh, hmm. to them. Uh there's like, yeah, no, we're just taking these down. We're not giving you anything, because uh, yeah. fuck you. Uh, which is you know, a good way to do business, show everybody else like what you're all about. Uh, yeah. So the devs basically said in their statement they released uh, earlier this week that, uh, let's see, we're the developers of Sherlock Holmes games and The Sinking City. We make defective games because it's our passion, because it allows us to live off it. Uh, but now that game's going to be getting removed from... Uh, uh, PlayStation and Xbox's storefronts, maybe from Steam as well, uh, let's See Sherlock Holmes' Crimes and Punishment, Testament of Sherlock Holmes, Sherlock Holmes vs. Jack the Ripper, and Magrunner Dark Pulse. Uh, why? Because Focus Home Interactive, the licensee or publisher, has in charge of commercializing games on these platforms, refuses to transfer the title IDs to us. Creators and IP owners of those titles, even though our publishing distribution agreement has expired. Because at the See, as of last week, they sent them a statement saying Focus has been put in place has put in place a policy in accordance with which they will not transfer any title content ID or title ID belonging to any developer which has removed all of their games from the Focus catalog. Uh policy is not in any of our previous or existing contracts with Focus, and that has never been applied to us in the past. Uh, because of that policy our games will be taken down from all storefronts. We'll see the same Sherlock Holmes crimes and punishment is out on the twenty ninth so today mm-hmm. uh, it's possible that it will be taken down at this date or earlier if nothing is done. the player has no longer will no longer be able to buy and play the game. We will lose all our wish lists and every other bit of information on the store pages as the creators and i p owners of all those games and no control and no saneness. decision is focus decision of focus home left us voiceless. So they're set up, trying to set up new store profiles, contacting console stores, and trying to rectify the situation. However, we're unable to confirm that this can be done and already know that it will be impossible for certain games yeah. on previous gen and very costly for others as we will have to update the SDK. That takes months. We're certainly not going to give up and we'll pursue this issue further through the appropriate channels. And yeah. seems like very much if they have the ability to do some... Uh, Sue the Focus Home; it would probably seem like they would win, because mm-hmm. if their contract does not stipulate that the publisher gets to keep the the, the title IDs for this stuff, yeah. that seems like sh- open and shut case. Kind of, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, at least for the short term, seems pretty fucked. Yeah,
0: yeah. I am wondering if one of the, the the Focus execs has beef with somebody from Frogware and just decided that they want to sink that company. Because uh, that
1: would well, be a way to put the screws to them. Yeah.
4: Because mm-hmm. yeah, it seems like they're mad that they're not like, re-upping the contract. Mm. Uh, and trying to get back at them any way they can, which is why they changed the, their like policies at the last minute before it would end. Yeah, which, But uh... the contracts don't contain that stuff, so it doesn't seem like it would actually apply to them.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... uh. It's a pretty shitty way to do business. And, uh, yeah. you know, if this is something that Focus decides to uh, do more of, uh, you're probably going to see a lot of developers just decide, you know what? No, we're not going to sign with you. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I mean, we would rather have 505 games than these guys, than these guys. And that's.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Their <laughs> one game that you know them for is Control. <laughs> mm hmm. Otherwise, you don't really know much else about them.
0: Yeah, well, so I guess they, yeah, and Payday Two and Defense Grid Two, and yeah, you know, they published a lot of games, but they haven't been yeah. known to be the um, greatest of publishers. Yeah, let's just say uh, I have I have heard stories, and uh, I can't talk yeah. about those stories. So, anyways, uh, we'll keep following this one because I don't think we've heard the last of it yeah well, I expect some developers to actually pull themselves out. who knows yeah uh and finally uh Microsoft is gonna be launching uh its project x Cloud soon and they're taking sign ups
4: yep uh links on there for uh signing up which so they ask for like uh, specifics on like what model or uh, company you have your phone from
0: yeah you need an android phone
4: yeah and make sure that you have a bluetooth enabled controller yep uh for that otherwise you sign up which mine is like okay i have a motorola so it's it's like other android phone And my uh service provider is not on their list as well so it's like okay we'll throw this out here see if anything happens yeah uh but yeah, so that's gonna be uh
0: interesting uh
4: yeah it's supposed to start up in the next few weeks, I guess, so yeah, see if you get the random email for it yeah
0: i I don't know that I wanna play on my phone xbox games on my phone, but Microsoft seems to think that people might want to <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, well, they got i mean there's uh apple arcade. People playing games on their phones with the uh, controllers and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So it's very much kind of following that up.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, this is streaming though. It's like this is like yeah. streaming your own stuff, yeah, which is bizarre. Yeah,
4: Yeah. But people like the the remote play. It's on iOS Do for they? PS4 stuff. Really? Yeah, I've seen a lot of people talking about that. Hmm. Yeah. But, uh, for yeah. some weird reason, that you get to take a break. Uh, when like play it during your break, like pull out my PS4 controller and my phone, and get on the Wi-Fi and play <laughs> full games. Like I don't know, I just I just fuck around during my break.
0: Yeah, it's it's like if you're if you're already gonna be carrying like a controller and stuff, you, you're probably already halfway to carrying a Switch. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know it's. But anyways, what are those people uh, out there? That'll help. And, and yeah, Switch Lights. I forgot. That came out this week. Apparently, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah.
4: yeah. So people are kind of circling around it, wondering like how the sticks are compared to the, the regular Switches. They're the same. And that's what people are mad about. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. Maybe it happens. Maybe the drift happens. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, if you're worried, just don't buy it.
0: Yeah. Everybody well, else be uh, the guinea pigs. From... Uh, f- from the teardowns that I've seen, there the, the sticks that are in the Switch Lite uh, are the same as the newer revision ones. Um, so I'm uh-huh. guessing those would have the drift fixed, uh, but we're guessing. Now I just need Nintendo to go the other way and do a Switch uh, Heavy that's just dock only, uh, just a console-wise Switch. Can we have one? Can we have one of those, please? Mm-hmm. I mean, you already went one way. Can you go to the other?
4: Yeah, for $300, bucks, it will you a Switch you can hook up to your TV.
0: Hmm. Well, <laughs> actually, it would probably end up being less than the Switch Lite, to be honest. Yeah, maybe. Uh, because you wouldn't have to deal with the battery, you wouldn't have to deal with the screen, and that's, a big co- that's actually one of the bigger expenses, is that screen.
4: Uh, yeah. I just liked all the belly it came about. What about the, you know, hooking up to your TV and... Well, that's. I was like, it's called a Switch. It's three hundred bucks. You can go buy it right now if you want a portable thing. You can hook up to your TV. Yeah. It's like, calm down, people. Yeah. You've already got the thing you want. Yeah. That you already own.
0: This seems like uh, for for those who basically only ever use the Switch in a handheld mode. Uh, or yeah. you want to give it to a kid because it looks a lot more robust than the uh, other Switch did. Yeah,
4: less stuff to break off of it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there's actually no Relative. stuff to break off of it. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah oh, well, give them
4: time, that. Phil. Oh, yeah, Kids will find ways to break everything. <laughs> True.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, one, one of the coolest, most underappreciated purchases I'm sure most of us has made, have made over the past few years is the uh, PlayStation TV. Like if, internet, if the Nintendo, if Nintendo, hopped um, on that, I would, I would totally buy one of those.
4: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would. Hmm. Yeah, Phil, that's all Phil wants. Yeah, Nintendo TV.
0: Yeah, well, or Nintendo Switch, or whatever. But uh, yeah, yeah, maybe I'll just wait for the Nvidia Shield to just get that because that seems yeah. to be where
4: uh, I'm going to end up.
0: Which is a shame because I, I mean,
4: yeah. I saw yeah. that 8 doe has their uh, Switch Lite controller that has two D-pads on it instead of two sticks. <laughs> which is like the weirdest looking thing. Yeah. Because it's like if you just mash the two uh, Joy-Cons together and replace the sticks with D-pads. Yeah. Like this weird little brick of a controller. I don't know how much that is, but I'm looking at it right now. Not available, okay.
0: Yeah, it's not yet available. I don't... I don't know. This, there's gonna be there's gonna be somebody that this will appeal to. Um, yeah. Uh, so that was XCloud and a whole bunch of other stuff. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll end it there for this week, guys. Uh, yep. Yeah. It was f- fun week, and hopefully this week will be just as eventful. Uh, I'd like to remind everybody that if you haven't subscribed to the show yet, you can do so at anchor.fm slash Day Zero Update. You can go there and hit that subscribe button and pick your platform of choice. Uh, I can also send us a message while we're there, while you're there. But we're we're there, too. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. And uh, don't forget, also, uh, check out Smashpad.com. Links Awakening Reviews up there from Dan Reb, uh, Control Review, also from Dan Reb up there. Uh, Astral Chain from Brandon. Lots of good stuff up there. So, check it out and uh, enjoy the written content. Uh, so, for uh, Patrick Mifflin, Brandon Perkins, Chris Sologi, and Danner Victorio, I have been Filippo D'Anolfo, and we'll see you next week.